Hello and welcome to the Imagineer Podcast, your unofficial guide to all things Disney. I'm your host, Matthew Krull, and you're listening to episode 53 of the Imagineer Podcast. In today's episode, we're going to be continuing our run in Disney series with the second installment of this podcast series. So if you did not already listen to part one, I would encourage you to go back and listen to episode 52 because we talk a lot about run Disney in terms of registration, planning your Walt Disney World vacation around the run Disney events, and in general, what to expect as you're training for and getting ready for run Disney. In this part two episode, we're gonna be talking more about the race day experiences, what the courses are like, what it's like to run for those long distances, especially if you're doing the half marathon or the full marathon, and what the post-race experience is like as well, and just some final thoughts about why you should consider doing a Run Disney event. At the end of the show, as always, I'll come back and I'll tell you a little bit more about how you can connect with the Imagineer podcast on all of our social media channels and how you can help to inspire the future of the show, plus how you can join our Imagineer podcast run team. So grab some headphones, pull up your favorite armchair, and enjoy this episode of the Imagineer podcast. talking to a girl we were on the bus to the expo or I think one of the parks and she was so nervous about doing the 5k and I looked around and I said you see all these people because we're all going you can tell who's running the race and there she's like yeah I said you're not alone we all have your back and everybody next to me nodded and they're like yeah we've got your back and I think like the look of relief on her face was like I'm not alone in this 5k was like probably one of the more rewarding moments I've ever had as doing the run Disney because these are the these races really bring in the Disney spirit you are not alone. You are running. You don't have to be a runner. You don't have. You could just do this for the first time, and you are part of a family. We will take care of you. We will walk with you. We will run with you. We will encourage you. And I can't tell you how many times like we've run and we've had people that we've never met in our entire lives, and they're being like, "You've got this. Let's go. I'll run with you." Mm-hmm. And you run with them, and you encourage them, and you cross that finish line with them. Then you cry like a baby. Yeah. But you know. <laughs> Nick cries like a baby every time. You ever see that Peter Griffin episode where he falls down and he holds his knee for 30 seconds? That's me. <laughs> we can talk about the med kit, the med tent after that. Yeah. yeah. The med tent is my favorite. Well, let's talk about the night before. We celebrated Expo Day by going to Boathouse, which I think was a brilliant plan. Joanne, you want to talk about the bread at the, the bread at the boathouse? <laughs> Do you want to have a fifteen-minute talk? About I have that? a video of Joanne one of eating the, the bread. Best services I've ever, ever had. Yeah, especially for people with allergies. Like they came out, the chef came out. They wanted to make sure I was good. Yep. You know, nothing was gonna be wrong with what I got, and that was the best steak I've had in my entire life. Nick is allergic to shellfish, by the way, which is why at a at a at the boathouse he got steak, and I was actually a little jealous. I feel like I need to get steak now. Fat steak right before all these races. <laughs> <laughs> let's let's just I, also talk about the fact that this is where Uncle Nico debuted. <laughs> <laughs> That's a whole another podcast. Okay. Um, the I, bread was I, ideally, ideally, I you should be eating, a, you know, carbs. carbs. Yes, carbo load. Carbo load. 
Um, and or in my case, coconut shrimp. I know that some people. Oh, coconut shrimp. Yeah. So good though. I know that some people. I've heard of people staying up all nights yep. and then going to the race. Yep. I prefer to try to get at least a couple of hours of sleep, which I think I did get three hours a of sleep. Three hours. Yeah, I got more I than that though. I, yeah, you fell asleep right away. I did. After Boathouse, we got back to the hotel, and I'm like, bye. Yeah, we like <laughs> we were. You know, that's the one time at Disney. It's nine o'clock. We're like, oh, we gotta go to sleep. It's so late yeah. because you do have to be up. Like we set the alarms. We set the alarms for three o'clock in the morning. Um, you know, snooze once and it's three fifteen. Yeah. Um, because the at least for from French Quarter, the late shuttle was four a.m. So we had to be up and out by four a.m. That was um, the last. Shuttle. That was the last, and that truly is the last shuttle. Are we talking about wake up times? Wake yeah. up times. Yeah. Yeah, but let me tell you, the wake-up time alone, like 3 o'clock That's or whatever, part. looks and sounds worse. But when you wake up and you realize, like, what you're about to do, you all of a sudden, it feels like noon, and you're, like, ready to go. Yes. It's true. There is an adrenaline rush. No, Absolutely. I still feel very tired. No, there's an adrenaline rush in the hotel when you're getting ready, and then when you get on the bus, you're like, oh, I'm going to go back to bed for 20 minutes. <laughs> yeah. You'll sleep out a little you, bit, and then, then you when just, you get off that bus... You're like the music's pumping, yeah. and it's like four thirty in the morning, and the DJ's already got the music up loud, and you're like, and I like looked at each other, and we're like, it's way too early for this. Right now. <laughs> <laughs> but it's, I think the you know the energy level that they bring to you as soon as you get off that bus will wake you up in a heartbeat, my, and it gets you going. My favorite is like looking at everybody's costumes. They oh get, yeah, that's when you start really seeing what everybody dresses like, as. Darn it, they're better than me in the costume department. <laughs> or like you're walking by and you're like, oh, my Donald Duck is way better than your Donald Duck. <laughs> or, or you're walking by and see someone and you're like, I would have never thought to dress like that. Like Merlin in Madame Mim. Yes. From Sword yeah, of the Stone. Yes. And we're like, or Spaceship Earth. Or <laughs> People complimented Joanna's costume through the entire Let, look, We course. will come through that because we talk about costumes. How was, we got split, we'll talk about that. I yes. was I was hitting everybody with my Spaceship Earth globe. I would Which hit was them. actually a giant pizza. I would hit them. And then you would turn around and be like, whoa, that's that was, cool. Yeah, I would hit them. Sorry. Wow, that's cool. Oops, sorry. Wow, that's cool. Etc. 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 Well, so when you get there, there is that music pumping. They and have the DJ. The D- that's right. They have the DJ. Mm-hmm. There is a security check, a bag check bag in check, the beginning. Yeah. Don't bother bringing a bag. Don't bring a bag. Um, yeah, there's no point to really bring anything other than your bib and... Like, you can bring a bag with you that Run Disney provides you with a clear plastic bag that yes. you can check. And they will hold on to it but for it's you. A pain picking up at the end. Yeah, they, you, know. they, you will drop it off. They'll give you a number. I think they put it's actually your bib number. And you can drop it off and pick it up at the end of the race. I highly yeah. recommend the uh, that runner's belt. Yeah. Uh, I got it last year for the race. I did it this year. My phone went in there. You put a couple, you know, dollars in there for if you want to buy anything. Everything goes on the magic band. Everybody, if you want to buy everything goes on the magic band. Right. So literally, all I needed something was to hold my phone, you know, that I only use, like, if Jen and I got, you know, if we all split up. Yeah. Like, I would just send her a quick text and be like, hey, where are you? You know, wait for me. I'll be there in, you know, 10 well, minutes. Seven. Well, so, seven. <laughs> It's really just something to hold your phone. You don't need anything else. You don't need your phone really either. You really don't need it. But, uh, I mean, if you want to take your own pictures, then yeah. It's the pictures and, you know, God forbid you get lost or whatever. You know, at the end, if we can't find each other. Where are you getting lost? You're going on a race course. (laughs) (laughs) Well, if you can't find your your team. I know. Like, if you're running. At the very end, like, um, we all ended up crossing the finish line at different times. And finding anybody... At the end of that yeah, race, it's very tough. It's like finding an ant 
in like an anthill. An anthill. <laughs> oh, an anthill. Well, figured like a in a crowd full of people. You don't want a haystack. You don't want a haystack. It's tough to find anybody, so you need. You know, I would suggest having a phone yeah. for those purposes. And I like that they also had the Joffrey's Coffee uh, truck, food truck, food truck, which had a massive line. People are definitely lining up for coffee. I opted not to get coffee that early only because I wanted to, to Nick's point, not uh, have to use the restroom that often. So I just opted for some water. Uh, They do have like a a breakfast cart truck type of thing. So if you want bagels, if you want muffins, bananas, they've got all the breakfast. Yeah. So like me, I usually, no matter what time I wake up, as soon as I wake up in the morning, I'm starving. It's just the way my, my body works. So I needed to get something because I knew I was going to be like miserable through the rest of that day if I didn't have something to eat. But we didn't talk about corrals. Oh, my at favorite all. part was with the box at the end when they gave us the mm. dipping all the protein boxes. The finisher protein boxes are pretty Forget standard. Forget anything else in that box. I will drink that cheese sauce. Yeah, with the chips and the pretzels. Are we talking about the, the finishers boxes after we cross the finish line? We should. Yes. We okay. should. Um, we do have the corrals, which you are assigned a corral. When I am get still mad and salty. To Expo this. Day. So they're they're A B and C for the five k. A B C D for the five k. Maybe E, uh, depending on how many people register and how many weight. They've changed it. They used to do A B C D E every like all corrals leave, but now they've done it in waves. Yeah. So the princess this year went down to what H? Yeah. And last year it was down to O. So I think oh. it, yeah, they, oh. they chopped it like big time. Yeah, but there was like 19 waves for F. Like yeah. we were like, really? They chopped it and then pushed us to the end. Yeah. So depending on your finishing time, you have to have a proof of time. So for the half marathon, you have to submit a proof of time. If you're talking about the princess by November, um, your proof of time will dictate where you are in, in corral. Yeah. Uh, for the 5k, you can just kind of be like, oh, I, I run a nine minute mile. Let me just give everybody a word of advice. If you're running a 5K or a 10K only and don't need a proof of time, lie. Put a 10-minute mile because then you'll be up on the like the upper corrals and you won't have to worry about dodging people. If you're a runner. If you're yeah. a runner. If you're not a runner and you're just here to kind of take the pictures and try things out, you know, you can kind of put your real time. But I, I know when we talked about it, we were like, 10-minute mile, Put everybody put a 10-minute mile in. And that was comfortable for us. We all could pretty much do a 10-minute mile. Yeah. Even me. Even even Joanna, which I think you could do even better than that. Nope, she's, she's <laughs> retired at a high point. She's she's, she's retired from ten k's forever. Yeah, no um, more 10Ks but for the general. half the half marathon you have to sh- you have to provide a proof of time that you'll cross the finish line at a certain time and they'll place you into your corrals. So obviously the slower corrals are to the back, the elite runners are towards the front, and if you're in those back corrals. May the force be with you. Yes. <laughs> Literally. And I love how when before any any Disney attraction, there's a pre-show, and that includes Run Disney. Uh-huh. There's Fireworks. a pre-show. Fireworks. Fireworks. Well, not even, well, not only that, but the 30-minute oh, show yeah, the that happens before yeah, before yeah. we even start. So they have the DJ, and at a certain point, you all kind of move into the corrals. The, you uh, pass the point where it says racers only beyond this point, which is kind of exciting. You get into your corral. They do have porta potties lined up there. They have porta potties lined up before. Use, Use them. them. Use them. Um, and then when you get in your corral, you the, you know the close the earlier you get there, the further up you get, Just which is force your way up. Force to your way up <laughs> as far as you can go. Keep moving all the way forward, filling all the available space. <laughs> and <laughs> just just 
Wherever you can find an empty space, just put your body in there. Yeah. And it's and it's at 5 a.m. I believe that the pre-show starts because they, they kick at off at five. Yeah, because the wheelchair races are off at 5:30. And it's a legitimate show. Yeah. 30-minute show. Yeah. With commercials. Yep. And live announcers. Yep. It's they have some princesses if you're doing the princess. It's like you're watching show. like the pre-show to like the Macy's Thanksgiving Day. Yeah. Yes, that's yeah. exactly what it's yeah. like. It's a great comparison. Um. They make it very entertaining. There's a lot of <laughs> good job. Nick's Nick. so excited. We got that right. <laughs> there, there really was a perfect ana- uh, analogy. Yay! Um, I did something. I did something great. <laughs> okay. Choking on some licorice. Okay. <laughs> so, uh, so yeah. Obviously, you have the um, you know the pre-show, and then to Jen's point, nowhere else. Maybe in, in some races they might have fireworks when the elites go off in the beginning, but every <laughs> single different group that goes out gets fireworks. gets fireworks at the starting line. So you line up at that starting line. It could be 30 minutes after the first runners have already gone out. It doesn't matter. As soon as they count down three, two, one, go, there's fireworks going off, and you every get time. to start with fireworks and in your race. And music. And music. That's right, the kickoff music. <laughs> music. It's about every two minutes. That it uh, that it kicks off. Each, each wave gets their own specific Disney theme song. Yeah. Playing. Yes. And we all try and guess which one it is, <laughs> depending yeah. on how and far which, back And we which are. one will Jen be salty of? Uh, yes. <laughs> yeah, they um, yeah, that's it's actually kind of the cool part. And every race has their own fireworks, so it's different for the five, the ten, and the half, and the full, depending on where you go. We used to like look at the fireworks and be like, "Who do you think that was for? Was that for D? Was that for D?" <laughs> Who's going? Why are we going? They do announce. Okay, we're on wave F. I remember oh. when I did the F. We were in the princess. F1. F1. F2. Next F3, thing you know, you're all like, like F11. F11. Like, you're like, God, let them finish. <laughs> like, how many Fs are there? Why not just have all these? Why not, instead of going to F1, just do F, G, H, I, J, and just go all the way to the end of the alphabet? I mean, we get it because they're trying to break it up so you're not having much running. Yeah, so you know, the conference. Yeah, but let me tell you, I remember being, because we were behind the Fs, we were in E. Or ZF. G. We're in the G's. You Thank you. G. I know the alphabet. <laughs> I, I teach. Shouldn't have been in G, but Should, we were in G. We were in G. And we were, A, salty about that, but B, we were counting all the F's going off, and it was like up to F11, and we were like, all you heard from everybody the G H I was like, oh, come on. Another one. <laughs> everyone was just sitting down at this point. <laughs> like, everyone's like ready to go, and all of a sudden they're like, you're at F3 and F4, and now I've, like the crowd just slowly starts <laughs> going down, and then eventually everybody's just sitting. Because you know you're not going to go off because you're going through the entire Fs. And that's the hard part about the corrals is that they get you in at 5.30, but you might not actually start crossing the start line until like 6.45. Which is typically the time that we've started the last two races was around 6.45. We've waited about an hour before the first runners run, and then it's us. And it's so the sun was out by the time we Oh, wow. It's so hard during the half marathon to keep yourself loose to keep yourself warmed up and ready to run this half marathon because by the time literally they joke they'll be like okay and the, the first women's runner is at mile seven and we're sitting at the starting line and we're like well that's really great <laughs> we're not surprised actually if you're getting into your crowd you want to try to get into the front of it so you're the first person of your corral to go off yeah. and there's not a lot of people in front of you because the other corrals already went if you're the last person, you've got to wait for thousands of people in front of you to start moving. 
You also have to think about the balloon ladies in that aspect because if you if you're at Corral H for argument's sake and you're in the first of the waves of H, you're putting that much distance between you and the balloon ladies and those pacers. Yeah. So you're giving yourself a little bit of cushion to take some pictures to mm-hmm. kind of like if you have that one hard mile. But if so. you're the last person, they're right behind. They're you. right behind you. <laughs> Well, let's talk about the courses a little bit because we haven't really. I loved the courses. That was part of my incentive for doing this in the first place. The 5K was great. You start out, all of them start out in the parking lot at Epcot, if I'm not mistaken. Or do, uh, oh, no, some of them. It's the, the, the highway right next to Epcot. The, right? the, some, but the some of them start at Epcot. The halves will not, will usually not start at Epcot. The five and the tens don't usually change course. Um, the tens will change course and the five will change course depending on the race, but usually you'll start at Epcot. Yeah. You'll start at the, um... At least in our case for the Princess yeah. 5K, we started in the, the outer edges near the highway of the parking lot and then walked around towards the back of the test track side of Future Worlds and through backstage. You enter through test track underneath the outer speed test mm-hmm. that you have over there and then go between Mexico and Norway. And then once you enter World Showcase, they have all the torches lit, it's still dark. Wow. They have music playing, characters out. Everybody from the pavilions out. So Everybody they, from the pavilions, that's right, waving to you. People, yeah, they'll that's have cool. people. Yeah. They'll have everybody from the Norway, the Mexican, the Canadian, everybody's out. They have people out, right? you know. And then you exit, I remember we exited through International Gateway and went behind the uh, United Kingdom Pavilion and entered by World Showplace um, through that. And uh, not between World Showplace and the United Kingdom, kind of where those restrooms are in the United Kingdom. Um, It's actually called Showplace. It's World World Showcase is the world, like the World Showcase Lagoon, but there's a specific building called World Showplace. The the 10K pops us out by Mexico. Yeah, the 10K always pops us out by Mexico, by the pyramid. Yeah. Half doesn't even go anywhere near it. Nope. Nope. You don't go to Epcot at all. Nope. And the rest the rest of the five K does kind of wind through future worlds a bit. Yeah. And then you exit behind um or you exit through the front of the park. You go behind if you if you are underneath Spaceship Earth, you have the restrooms as you're exiting the park on the right. And then as you exit that area you kinda of go behind uh, the new Guardians of the Galaxy roller coaster. Where Matt got some really nice, like behind-the-scenes footage. Yep, I got I got a really good look at the uh, the Guardians of the Galaxy building, and then right at the exit of Epcot in the parking lot is the finish line, and I think all of them finish there. All of them finish there, yeah. Yeah, but then I know the 10Ks changed. The in the case of the Princess half, we went around the outer highway on Epcot Center Drive and then entered through backstage. Then you also go around the boardwalk and the Yacht Club um, and Beach Club. That's the 10K. That's the 10. The 10K. Did I say 5K? No, you said half. half. I'm sorry, the 10K. The 10K runs along the boardwalk, which is probably my favorite part of the 10K. Because people are up at that point, and people are out on their balconies, cheering you on, cheering Mm -hmm. you on, holding signs, holding signs. They don't. They will. They will high five you. They are. They don't care who you are. You're on that course. They're cheering for you. Mm -hmm. What was that sign that we saw before the finish line? The Harry Potter one. No, the one where like touch here. Oh, it's the the Mario Mushroom touch here for a power up. For a power up. (laughs) Yeah. Every year it's like the same sign in the same spot. Somebody stands there with it. There is this guy on the half marathon. Um, There's a part of the half marathon where you come over the bridge, and it pops you. Sorry, that's my dogs. We got they're, dogs here. They're very excited to be part of this as well. Oh, somebody wow. And that's dizzy. 
she really wanted to say hi to my dogs. Um, you kind of come over one of the highway overpasses, dropping you into Epcot, and there is this this individual, this man. I'll never forget him. He's been there every time I've run. Mm. He's one of the elite runners. He's one of the, he's one of the elite runners, and he has all three medals in his hand, and he's standing there, and he goes, you are two miles away, and From he's this. holding all three of the medals, because he obviously runs the challenge. He's got the five, he's got the ten, the half, and the challenge medal, and he holds it for you guys, and he's like, you are two miles from this. Do not give up. You are two miles from this. And I remember every time I see him, he is the motivation for me to finish. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And that's the type of people <coughs> that you... It's the worst spot, too. It is terrible. Getting over the highway. It is the most terrible... Because it's uphill Ugh. the whole time. But it's uphill on, like, at a slant. At a slant. It is. The highway is, like, turning this way. And this man's standing there, and you're like, all right, But we the, got these this. are the people that you're encountering on this, on this Run Disney experience. You have these people that are there for you. You have no idea who they are. No idea their experience. They're there for you. There are people there... Remember, I think it was, like, two years ago we were running the, the half again, and there was people that were coaches and they crossed the finish line literally turned around went back on the course and got mm-hmm. the rest of their team they were covered in sweat and they were like let's go and they're getting their slower runners that were part of their team across the finish line that's incredible it's amazing i will never forget teamwork. that man he is he's always there every year five years in a row six years in a row i've run this half marathon and he's standing there holding three of those medals yep. And I'm like, I'm coming for it. I'm right there. And you, and even in Epcot, they have they have people in Epcot. The park is open, mm-hmm. and you're wa- and people are watching even you parts cross. Of magic, and the parks, open. parts of magic, it's open, and people are cheering for you, and you can't help but smile. You can't help yeah. but be like, okay, this completely is probably the worst thing that I'm going through body wise, and it stinks, and I'm hurting, and but I'm gonna do this. It's always yeah. at the same spot that I realize, like once you hit, like once you see. Epcot and like you enter Epcot for the end of the half like that's when I start to smile like I'm like getting like really into like I know did it. this is it like you, you're Plus not you quitting so you're fine. not quitting now like yeah. you're you're gonna keep going and actually the biggest moment for me and I always I always said I said it to you this year when you get up on the overpass and you look behind you at the highway, it first of all looks like the Walking Dead. It's opening scene for thousands of people walking down a highway. But even just looking behind you, you're like, for you know, nothing against those people, but you are finishing before all of those people. And just seeing the amount of people that are behind you, like it, it really kind of makes you feel like like you got this even more, right? Yeah. And you hit that thing. And at that point, they hand out uh, wet sponges. Oh, yeah. Wet sponges are the best thing known to man. They are good. Let's talk a little bit about the half marathon courses, because I have not personally done them, but I know, Jen, you have. Many times. And Sarah has, and Nick has. So, Princess Half Marathon, yes. that one starts at Epcot and then goes up towards Magic Kingdom. It's so you start Epcot, Well, you start at Epcot in the parking lot, which is where you convene and do the all same starting line right because they have the same start and finish line then you like you no? literally walk like a mile before the race yeah, just to get to the start line oh, on wow. the highway yeah. wow it's it's literally like a it's, good half half mile to a mile that you're walking before this entire race just to get to the start line the warm up yeah. <laughs> it is the warm up yes but it's it's on i don't know the specifics of the course like what the highway is or whatever do you know 
What hi- I don't know what that is. It that is road. the I don't know the name of the highway specifically. I but think that's it started at Epcot Center Drive, and then if you're going up towards Magic Kingdom, it'll be World Center Drive. That is World. It is pretty much World <laughs> Center Drive for about four miles up. You're running from Epcot from the right outside of Epcot. You're running the highway. <laughs> All the way to Magic. Yeah, the, the monorail is honking at you as you go. As you're going through the yeah, whole time. You're running parallel to the monorail. To the monorail. And you go through the um, the, the so entrance gates of, of Magic where the cars go through, and it's like, speed bump ahead. <laughs> Caution, right? Caution. Bump in the road. What do they say? <laughs> Caution, runners. Speed bump, bump ahead. <laughs> and they literally have people there going, please be careful, and inevitably somebody will bite the dust. They trip on the speed bump. And All the time. Mm-hmm. Um, dirt. But you're in Magic Kingdom. You kind of enter where the buses drop you off. Yeah. Yeah. So you kind of kind of swing around where the buses drop you off, and then you go in where you normally enter Magic Kingdom. To the right side. To the right side of it, and then you are... Under the bridge where the where the Walt Disney World Railroad goes, and then you are down Main Street, mm-hmm. straight down Main Street, which is I will say the no, hardest you turn part. In, you turn into Tomorrowland. Yes, well, it, it's the hardest part running through Main Street because you are now squeezing yeah. thousands of people into this little tiny street. You do what you can. You jump up on the sidewalk. You going in between the garbage can, whatever you got. You got to get through. Can we talk about the worst part of this marathon when you're over by the Contemporary? And there is a bridge that you run under. I think it's where the bridge, oh yeah, the, the canal. You go under the, the canal, canal, yeah. And you are down this like you run down the road and up the road, and it's such a steep hill that I think I get PTSD every time I go over it on a bus. <laughs> <laughs> Which race? The marathon. Where was that? It's by Contemporary. No, you no. were probably spacing out. Um, <laughs> you, you, that, that's a you blank didn't, moment. You didn't even realize that. that is, I don't know You're what so we're traumatized. About. Yeah. It's over by the contemporary before you make any idea. We'll show you a video. We'll show you a video. You'll remember. And you'll remember. I, have I will say the worst terrible. part, but the best part of magic is actually running through the castle. Yeah. Yeah. Because you are now again, you're squeezing into this Crying space tears. that you can literally only fit six people widthwise yeah. into this one little spot. So. You run down Main Street, you make the right into Tomorrowland, you run... Through Tomorrowland. Through Tomorrowland. Swing around. Swing. You kind of go through Tomorrowland, you run around the kind of perimeter of Tomorrowland, swing back out, and you're running right at the castle. Mm-hmm. So you're coming towards well, you the side you go to the back. You're yeah. going through the back of Magic. You're kind of like running the, the one of those side, the side entrances to the, mag- <coughs> to the castle, and then you are up and through the castle. Really castle, down that little ramp start. to the right. Yeah. And you run through it from the back. Yeah. Right? From the back. Yeah. And then yeah. you wind Yeah. You can take pictures in front of the castle. All the. who's We never did it because that is the worst line I've ever seen. It wasn't that bad. I did it once. It wasn't that bad. But then you run through Frontierland. Yeah. And you're running through Frontierland after you leave Main Street. You kind of like make a right the and right. you head through Frontierland. Yeah. And you're over the Walt Disney World Railroad, which they'll usually have the railroad train parked. Usually, you go uh, they go behind where the parades usually come yes. in. Like, you enter backstage yes. by Splash Mountain, basically. Yes, yeah. like, yes when the, the train being parked there is actually one of the cooler things to you see, You can too. say they have the train parked there. It's, like, That's parked cool. as you're running by it. So. And then you leave Magic Kingdom, you smell the garbage facility. Miles. And you enter the, med- the meditative miles. Because yeah. it's the highway going back down to Epcot. And it what is, miles? That's like the middle of the... That's that is seven, seven eight, eight, nine. nine. And yeah. you contemplate a lot There's of no music. There's, There's some music. There's some music. They've jazzed it up a little bit. You're, re- a little you're bit. basically running the back roads where all of the... Uh, 
the resorts are. You're so passing now you're, by all the resorts. Now you're seeing uh, Grand Floridian. Now you're seeing kind of mm-hmm. like the bad, the back of like the uh, hotel guests, like Polynesian. Cor- like they're hanging out in the corner of the street. I've seen people literally with bags of like Kit Kats and candy bars to give you like a little bit of sugar throughout the race. But they're standing there and they're like, it's like Halloween. Like you're <laughs> trick or treating as you're going down the race. Yeah. You, no one talks during those miles. But nobody really nobody talks. talks. It's quiet. You're kind of like, those are the miles where you're like, what have I done with my life? And you're not even just contemplating the race. You're <laughs> contemplating all of your life choices. Like, should I have taken that job? That job's awful. I should have done it. Like, maybe I should quit. It's maybe awesome. I should quit this race, because this race is awful, too. And that's maybe where the... I should go and jump <laughs> that lake with the alligator. That's yeah. really appealing. And is that also where they have the buses? Yeah, the buses. Are, I think well, the buses start the around buses mile right four. Are, yeah. They start around mile four. I think I told you, this was a legitimate dream that I had, because you talked about it so the much. Pre- oh, the pre-buses are scary. Yeah, no, I legit... Legitimately had a dream, and I vividly remember. This was only like a month ago of running with you guys on the meditative mile specifically, and looking at those buses and deciding if I was going to board them or keep going. People think that was about a legitimate it. dream I had. We, the buses are right before you get onto the exit ramp yeah. of the highway. The last bus is the exit ramp to the highway. Right when they right give before, you the sponges or the wet right rags. before the sponges, and right before you meet Sarge. Because Sarge is always on that. Sarge from yeah. Sarge makes Story. people get off the side of the highway and, and do push-ups push ups with him. <laughs> and he's at like the worst yeah. possible point too, because you're going up a green. Let me hill. run eight or nine miles and then drop and give you a fifty. <laughs> you actually do. He is like, know, this is not a walkathon. This is a marathon. And I will look at him and be like, you have no idea what I've been through. But the point where he is, you have to walk you gotta do it. because it's a bottleneck. Yeah. Everybody went from an entire four lanes of a highway to one exit ramp and now it's the exit ramp that has to be like the steepest one and the one that's like curves yeah like banks so you're like you're not on an even path we were running on grass most of that time yeah i stayed off the highway i was running down because we didn't want to run up on that curve on that curvy yeah i'd rather run on that takes more out of you and i'd rather run on grass and just be careful you know divots and holes and stuff like that and not you know twist your ankle but and you want to keep running at that point yeah. At that point, you want to keep going, and nobody's running, and that was the most frustrating part. Sarah and I just wanted to keep going, and there was no way that you could, and you were just literally like at a standstill at this point, and it's you know that's the toughest part. Like when you want, first of all, I never thought in my life I would want to run, and I'm like, I just want to run. Shattering. I want to run. I want to move. <laughs> I want to go. And I was like, Why am I doing this? Who are you and what have you done with my body? Out <laughs> <laughs> of body character. Too. Yeah, but, but then you hit that one overpass, right? It's about the same place where Sarge is, and you hit that overpass, and you can just see people that haven't gotten. You can see the sea of people. Yeah. That have not reached the point where you are, and that's, that's the, the Walking that's Dead. The, the Walking Dead overpass. It's the Walking Dead overpass. Yeah. But that's the point where you realize I've got this. Mm-hmm. I've got this. And the minute you're into Epcot and you see the people who are watching you wishing that they were you, and they're wishing that they were you, even though you look terrible. They're wishing they were you at that point. Right. Not, yes. Not not I got you there. At 3 a.m. wake up, they're like, sucker. But I'm like, yeah, I guess. But, <laughs> I mean, they, you just get an energy. You're just yeah. like, I'm in it's this. And then my favorite part of the entire marathon is when you come right where the marathon ends. You're coming around the back lot right yeah. by Spaceship Earth. But what you guys didn't experience was the Jesus Choir. 
They're the best. Okay. Yes. Thank God for them. There's the a Jesus whole gospel choir. There is a gospel robes. choir in robes cheering you on. And you don't know whether you've died <laughs> and gone to the pearly gates. They're literally like just sitting there and it's like, this little light of mine. And they're clapping and you're like, you want to stop and like just keep going with them? And you're like, whoa, this is it. Like, and they're literally telling you right around that corner is the you are, At that point, you were half a mile got away. This. Yeah. So at that point, Jen and I, as soon as you see those people, you sprint. You literally just sprint you, until the very end. You just pretty much, I, again, like, I don't know whether I've died, if I've yeah. met my maker, if this is just a really good soundtrack playing. I have no idea, but I'm motivated to go. They're, they're great. They're, they're really good. Great it's the same guy all the time. It's got yeah. that same motivational feels, like, when you watch that moment in the movie Chariots of Fire when they're running on the beach and the song's playing. <laughs> yeah, so like, you're like, I'm running in slow-mo right now. This is great. I'm gonna die, but it's okay. Everybody's so happy. It's like ugly tears of joy. Oh my gosh, yeah. you made it. You know, you realize it's just so race, though, there's no... there At certain points, there's no music. So like, we had... She had her speaker going. Oh. I will suggest if you're not gonna run with headphones or like if you're with a group, yeah. have a phone that can you know do music. speaker type music yeah. and just play your music because you need something. You're gonna be talking about hamburgers and churros for three miles, and, and it's be you know terrible. you don't want to. There's parts of this race where I didn't want to talk to anybody. I just wanted to run. That's the meditative miles. No, then it was most of the race. I was like, I don't, <laughs> I don't know. I was only there for most of the race. Why am I here? Who are you? <laughs> well, let's get to the good part. Let's get to the point where you actually cross that finish line and. You're like, oh my gosh, it happened. I'm and done. you didn't sprint too fast past it. That yeah. you didn't get a picture. You fit you as soon as you pass that finish line, like you get an overwhelming joy. Yeah. Like it almost like makes you really emotional when you get across that. Like No, you are emotional. No matter how many times you've done that race, anytime you cross that finish line, like you almost want to cry. I do. Because it really It's terrible. Because it hurts. It, it, no, <laughs> you're, you're in pain. It hurts. It hurts you're in pain, but it's also just like You're like, I just did it. Like sorry I those did it. listening. You know, I'm, yeah. I'm sorry that I like doubted myself throughout the entire race, but I did it. And then when you get there, then they take a little glitter and they glitter you right in the top of the head. You get covered in pixie dust. Glitter <laughs> bomb. <laughs> was that specific for the princess? Yes. 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 Yeah. So there's so the wine and they just give you like alcohol and they're like, congrats. And you're like, sweet. Well, actually, the thing that that pixie dust used to be inside of the Cinderella Castle and it was in like a little like. So they had Bippity Boppy Boutique open a couple of years ago and you would run through and the guys that did the girls or the women, people, whoever, who did Bippity Boppity Boutique would come out and they'd actually be like, pixie does for your last half of the race and you're like sweet I've got fairy wings and then you forget about it like two miles later <laughs> and then you find it two months later <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah they moved it to the end of the race where they they were like but you they, did it you're like they I think it's better because you know they can almost get almost everybody yeah. when you're running through that castle like it's so yeah, it's jam-packed. It's jam-packed, and you add anything extra in there, but, but you it's do, nice. You get goosebumps when you run through that castle. You really do. Oh, yeah. You really do. Looking at the, you know, all the artwork and all that stuff around the... And you know, uh, music playing. Anyway, so we've crossed the finish line. You're covered in sweat. You're hurting. You're like, everything. You, your eyelids hurt at this point. You didn't. You have muscles that you're like, how did I even know this existed? <laughs> um, but you get that medal, and you are like, yeah. That medal and that Gatorade at the end. <sighs> Yes. So yes. the first thing that happens when you cross the finish line before you collapse is this overwhelming emotion of like, oh, wow, I don't have to do that again. And then you real the first thing that goes in my head is, I got to do this again next year. This was horrible. This was, this was tough. This yep. was really hard for me to do, but I'm doing it again next year. 
Yeah. And you see people crossing the finish line and they have the same emotions. Plus, when you cross, they do have the Fab Five waiting for you. They are there. Mickey, Minnie, Donald, Pluto, Goofy. They're all there dressed in princess mm. gear, which I don't think I've ever want to see really goofy and, you know, tights again. Tutu. <laughs> um, no, no, he doesn't have the tutu. He's got like they the They were the puffy pants. He was the puffy pants. Oh, the puffy wearing pants. Wearing his tights. It was weird. They were his breakaways. His breakaways. <laughs> <laughs> He's going to run the marathon next. Um, but they are there. They do high-five you on the way in. They've got the DJ there playing again. They've got the announcers from the beginning. They're really shouting people out as they... As they, as they like, as people cross, they're like, congratulations, Jennifer. Congratulate. Yeah. Like, they'll call out certain they'll people. They'll be like, oh, yeah. and if you have a great costume, they're like, oh, look like, at that. Like, oh, here comes Spaceship Earth. And they actually... Who got all the credit? I remember they called us out. They're yeah, like, they oh, this is Matt and Joanna's first race all the way from New York. Let's, for, let's clarify this. They did not hear this. Tyler and I were in the back part of the in Saratoga. We were in the back part of the corrals where the you know where they put us, and they were in B corral, and we were like in what E corral? Oh, that's right, that's right. This is the beginning at the end. That's they, right. The B corral went up, and they shouted Matt and Joanna out, and I was like, did they just what? So I text Matt, and I'm like, dude, they just shouted you out. They're like, he's like, what? I can't hear a thing. <laughs> <laughs> There's fireworks music. You know, I was just like, you know, we were on TV, but not on TV. Um, yeah, so I forgot that was the beginning at the end, you're right. But they do call people uh, at the end, too. How they know all that? Like, no, that was your first race and all that. So, you, uh, Disney owns you when you sign up. Obviously. (laughs) They got your entire life. Yeah, I think they pretty much know from when you sign up. That's awesome. Which corral you're in. Yeah. Um... (laughs) But, uh, you know, you cross that finish line, you don't get your medal right away. Uh, first thing I do is go to the med tent and get my, myself some ice on my knees. No, you, get the medal. you get the medal right away. Oh, you do get over there. Yeah. put it right on your neck. Yeah, that's just save a bunch of people. And then they give you that wet towel. Oh, the wet towel oh, yeah. is the, the freezing best. one that you can put in the freezer and nobody does because they just throw it out. So Disney just started putting these out for realsies. Like, you can purchase them like in the park oh, it's, it's the dr cool towel yes i've seen them that That's they right. like they will dunk it in ice water and then mm. you just get it so it's and like you get your metal your and they're just like here slap and you're like this is the greatest feeling on the planet right now <laughs> my first thing i do as soon as i cross that finish line is my shoes come off because they're not going back on <laughs> <laughs> what do you do just like run out of them I like, literally, <laughs> i literally just sit there and i kick the ends off and i just pick them up because my ankles are so swollen. Oh, that's why it smells so At the good. end of that. <laughs> <laughs> my ankles are so swollen that I, as soon as we take them off, I'm like, Jenna, I don't think I can put my shoes back on. No, you can't. Like, that and then break- she made me walk around the park all afternoon. That did not make you do anything. You did that on your own. That's part of the Disney experience. Why no choice? Pro, pro tip. If you're running a 5 or a 10K, I wouldn't even advise it for the, for the 5. The 5, you should be okay, but... You bring flip-flops mm-hmm. because the minute you cross that finish line, you will, once you get out into kind of like the, the family meetup area, mm-hmm. your sh- your socks come off, your shoes come off, and just wear flip-flops. And the cheese comes out. And the All the protein boxes. You want to talk about the protein boxes? Does Joanna boxes? want to talk about Joanna the protein boxes? You want to talk about the end of the race? You've gotten your medal. Literally. You've gone through the tent. Oh, got your Gatorade. Well, Gatorade or water or whatever, and then you get a box. You don't understand. So running this race after running it, well, I didn't even run it. I walked. Do you want to You finished. And this is the 5K. This is like 6 a.m. you're crossing the finish line or 6.30. I walked. When I walked across the finish lines and I got... Matt and I were already across like 10 minutes before. And I got my medals. They also gave us... They had these long tables with all the different flavors of Gatorade. They had the red and the yellow and the blue. And water. Yellow is the and best. Water. Yellow blue. is the best. So I grabbed my yellow Gatorade which is one of my favorites. Same. 
and then Pro they tip, give us take a lot. Yeah. And oh, I always take two. They're free. Yes, you could take two. And then we get these boxes. They're like, you're like, what's in the box? And you open the box, and they have cheese dip with pretzels. It's like the most processed cheese dip you'll ever get in your it's life, so but it's the it's best. So good. That's that's the makes with the best pretzels cheese dip. and chips. And also they have like there. there's a banana. A, there's a banana. banana. I give they that. Like I, give a, the, I give the banana to Matthew. The ghost squeeze <laughs> applesauce. Yeah. Oh, yeah. The yeah. applesauce. I give that to Matthew. <laughs> so she, and she took I took all the cheese. healthy stuff. She took all the, the good cheese. stuff. The cheese, the pretzels, and the chips are so good. That makes me sitting on the bus, sitting in my happy little seat, eating my chips and cheese. I'm like, I did it. <laughs> <laughs> And you did. And you're doing it again. She only does it for the cheese sauce. (laughs) Which you can go to the grocery store and buy. You come out, though. And the metal. You just see people sitting there in the parking lot of Epcot. Dying. With their (laughs) shoes off, eating protein bars. With their medals around their neck and, like, the, the cloths around their neck. Just dying. Just, like, they finish. They're No, the dying happens around the, the half marathon. We're encouraging you to do the half marathon if you want to. But the, you won't die, I promise. And they have, and they do have water and medics and all kinds of stations they, throughout the course. They too. station this very well, so you can go onto the Run Disney website, see the courses, and you will see where there's a med tent, where there's a water station, and, and let those med tents are actually very helpful. Yeah, when you're running through the race, they have everything. Everything you could do, you know, you need Tylenol in the middle of the race. They have it. They've got BioFreeze for if your muscles are cramping up. BioFreeze is amazing. Uh huh. They've got um. Vaseline, like mm-hmm. if you've got any problems that you know that you need Vaseline for, <laughs> shut up. <laughs> it only happened once. <laughs> and especially for the half marathon, the water, the rehydration stations. Yeah. Take them when you get them. There's, Don't chug there. though. Every station, grab, grab something. Just There's grab water, something. water in uh, diluted Powerade. Yeah, is what they which do. and our we always discuss to. Do the Powerade, drink it, and then get water right after. But don't chug it. Don't chug it. Because if you chug it, you're going to cramp up. Yeah. It's a bottleneck zone anyway. Most of the time, you're going to slow down. You're going to slow down anyway. And there's liquid all over the the ground. That's another part of the race that they don't tell you about. Hurdles over disposable cups. Ah. But the the amount of volunteers that actually come out out first thing in the morning. Shout out. Yeah. Shout out to all the volunteers who actually wake up. Way earlier than we do yeah. because they have to be there to set up the race yep. and, and take down and take down. You know they're they're constantly picking up the because you know we try to throw the cups or the bottles or whatever in the garbage can when you're running, but you're not gonna make it. <laughs> they're paper at some cups. Point, there's literally happen. a pile of paper cups just sitting <laughs> on the side of the highway. We all think we're Michael Jordan or Steph Curry, and we're just we're not. But, you know oh. I give a lot of credit to those people who come in and help, and they really they really cheer you on yeah. as you're going through. Thank you. If you've ever been a Run Disney volunteer during those races, we appreciate thank you. Thank you because you make that race. You really do. From yeah, the moment without we, them. From the moment we start to the moment we end, you guys are the backbone to a lot of the runners. So. Any of you guys listening, thank you. And I always make it a point to say thank you to the volunteers any yeah. chance that I get because without you guys, I think Nick might be dead on the side of the road. <laughs> <laughs> but you know what? These races are very well thought very out. Very well. Very well you done. You know, they, they really put a lot of thought into them. They really... These, you know, for everybody listening, these races are not just for people who know how to run. Yeah. You we do not know how to run. You don't <laughs> have to be the best runner. No. Yeah. You can just... Run. I mean, listen, 
My biggest thing was I just showed up the first race. Yeah. We had <laughs> two weeks of orange. Two weeks. So, you know, I knew about it for a couple months and then I forgot about it. You and then Jen's the like, oh, ones. Nick, are you, you ready to go? And I was like, what? She's like, they have marathon. I was like, uh oh. <laughs> so I walked into a gym, Orange Theory, and I was like, hey, can you guys teach me on uh, how to run? They're like, yeah, like, why? And I was like, oh, I have a half marathon. Oh, when? I was like, like two weeks but but really like a week because I leave in a week <laughs> and they're like oh yeah no and I was like alright so I guess I'll just wing it but you know you made it after the, I made it that first time and that in way. my mind I said shh it was not bad because we finished at the same you time you so you almost you you so you know I said to myself if I can finish with no training the first time the next time around, with a lot more training, I can do better he than I did for the a first whole time. Four weeks this time. No, <laughs> he the, doubled. The next time we, we really went, you know, we were, we were doing since, for a couple months, yeah, since probably since September all the way to February, and now even for this one coming up, Jen and I, you know, we constantly go to the gym. We're running, a, you know, I'm running at least three or four times. a Week. Yeah, I was like, I was, day. Day. And I was like, huh? I was like, no. Week, you know. But again, morning, not, new in the night. I'm not a runner. I don't run. I hate running. I've got bad knees. I've got a bad back. We all have problems, but yet I still do these races because I know I will get through them because of the support that Disney gives you. It's so beautiful. <laughs> that was such a good speech. Hire me, Disney! <laughs> you gotta apply first. Is that your jeans? Yeah. I, and I will say for those Star Wars fans, uh, there is the, we kind of alluded to earlier, the Galaxy, not the Galaxy's Edge, Star the Star Wars, Wars Rival Run. Rival Run. And I, have, any of the half marathons would want to do that one personally because you start, don't you start at Magic Kingdom and then you run. So we don't know the course specifically well, for this one. Well, up until, up until Galaxy's Edge, you would start at Magic Kingdom, you run through these backstage areas to Animal Kingdom. You start Kingdom. at Epcot and you run the backstage areas through, um. I'm totally wrong. Halloween, uh, Hollywood Studios. Hollywood Studios. Hollywood Studios. Don't you also go through Animal Kingdom though and they have the like Battle of Endor happening yes. as you're running through? Yes, yeah. yeah. Yeah, that's the I've never run that one. That's the next one on my Total list. Total Star Wars themed uh, the rival, the rival yeah. When is that? April. April. Uh, the rival run is supposed to be the most interactive run, and I'm assuming with Galaxy Judge being It'll be more so. it's going to be intense. Yeah. The Wine um, and Dine is great. Uh, I love the Wine and Dine run. That is the last one of the Disney season until they kind of go again in, in January. The cool thing about the uh, the Wine and Dine, that's a Pandora run. So that's through Pandora. That's through um, Epcot. So And you get free passes to an, an exclusive uh, Wine and Dine event. So they will close the park down just for the runners. That's awesome. So you can have a, your own little runner party. So if you are, if you do Sorry. run for the half marathon or the challenge, you get an exclusive access to your own little wine and dine party. I will tell you that it is. I would recommend going home and taking a nap. Yes. Because we ran. <laughs> Go back to your Instagram. Uh, uh, we, ran, we ran the we ran the wine and dine half. Tyler and I and tried to stay up and actually do the parks because it was a short weekend for us. By the we time did that this week, yeah, this but, year, but. We had the wine and dine party afterwards. We had the um, mm. the event at, Ex at Epcot afterwards. Uh, we lasted about two hours before we were like, and good night. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Don't do that. Yeah. Don't do that. Um, I completely forgot what I was going to ask you. I don't know. Yeah. But it was, I think, about the... Oh, 
the I was gonna say for the five k and the ten k, what I really enjoyed was getting back to the hotel before everybody else was awake. Yeah, it's that's both, fun. AKA me. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I was still and asleep. that would be Nick. Yeah. yeah, but that I mean that was that was kind of cool to get back at the hotel at like seven in the morning and you have the whole yeah day the whole day ahead of you. You take a shower. I was famished, so I eat a big breakfast or and then go to the park. Right and that's also when I decided to have coffee. So I went like five hours. That's a coffee. lot for Matt. That's a, and Joanna too. Yeah. Yeah. Coffee it was lover. a lot going to the park that day. I will say that. Yeah. My feet hurt. Yeah. But it was worth it. And then yeah, but see the problem with what we do because you, you do know, three days in a row. Some two lovely teachers that you know can't take off the next day. We, uh, He's talking about Joanna and myself. <laughs> you know, know, since since uh, Princess uh, Marathon Weekend falls on President's Week, most schools are off. New York. And well, New York. In the Northeast, York. yeah. Really? Nowhere else? Not yeah, just in the Northeast. Well, sorry, everybody else. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. But uh, we're going down there. they got to go back to school on Monday. So we yeah. decide, let's do the half marathon. On Sunday morning. On Sunday morning. Go to the park. Then go to the airport and go home. Nick's so, running joke is that he's in a wheelchair. I'm walking to the airport in a wheelchair. <laughs> How so are I'm, you walking in a wheelchair? <laughs> I just want the wheelchair so I can get on the plane first. Okay. <laughs> Thanks, JetBlue. <laughs> Shout out. <laughs> Shout out to JetBlue. Um, but um, so what okay. uh, what do you got for this team? Yeah, we yeah, should talk about, the team. talk about the team. So we talked, we teased out the idea last year, and you know, we, we decided maybe we wouldn't, but this year we decided we are. Are we gonna talk about the virtual shorts too? Well, yes. Although I think by the time this episode airs, it's gonna be close to the end of it. We okay. did do, but Never we are mind. we're gonna do a similar idea though, uh, not quite the same, a similar concept for the run team. So we are launching an Imagine Your Podcast run team. I'll put the link in the show notes, but if you go to imagineyourpodcast.blog slash run team, you'll learn more about it there. But essentially we'll get together as a group. <clears throat> we are going to run for charity. Up until this point, our podcast has supported donorschoose.org because Jen and Joanna are teachers. Sorry. To support our... No, not, not sorry. To support uh, okay, sorry, not, teachers, not teachers like these who are in... Uh, the districts that get the uh, services that they need, but in cases where they might not get everything that they need to help support teachers and students who are in need of resources or equipment or whatever they need for their uh, for their classes. So definitely check out our run team. We're going to be there. We'll all be there for Princess Half Marathon weekend in 2020. Uh, so I encourage you all to join us there. And I'm sure there will be a lot more that will happen in the future. So, is there anything that we forgot to mention? I know we've covered a lot in this topic of Run Disney, and I feel like we still haven't scratched the surface. We didn't talk too much about medals. The bling. The bling. What do we do this for? That's what we do it for. And every race has a different medal. Every marathon has a different series of medals and characters and themes. It's a lot to... How many medals do you have, Jen? Uh, least over... 30. And I have two, so I'm working on it. <laughs> At least 30, yeah. And if you do the challenge, I know you get a medal in addition to the races yeah. that you've run, so, so a bonus medal in bonus there. Bonus medal. If you do the dopey, you get six. Six medals. Six. Six. Yeah. The four races plus the challenge plus the... <laughs> the the yeah, yeah. Yeah. Uh, if you do a race, if you do a race in the States and you go and you do the one in France, you get the Castle to Chateau <coughs> challenge. That's awesome. That's a cool looking medal, that's a right? Cool, that's a cool looking medal. It, it changes every year. 
Uh, somewhat, a little same? bit. It's a little bit. It changes. Kind of has the same theme, but you have to do it in the same calendar year, I think. Okay, and that was you know even though they're no longer exist in the the coast to coast. Hopefully they come back. Yeah. We're hoping after twenty twenty when everything's kind of done. Yeah, once uh, Project Stardust is complete. Tron. Yes, so that too. Um, for anyone who's wanting to start, who has never done Run Disney before, because yeah. we're talking about a lot of stuff and it can be intimidating, what advice would you offer to the first-time runner? Do it. Nick says do it. Just do it. Just do it. Don't don't think about it. It's because, I don't, like I said, I've been saying the whole time, I don't run, but just do it. You know... It, it, there's nothing more to say than to just go. Sheer willpower over anything else. Yeah, you like you got this. Even though you don't think you can run, just as soon as you get out on that course and you start running, like you realize you got. Joanna did it. Joanna did it. I walked. Walk. Yeah, but you, you, but you did it. You did it. And I did it. Good. Yeah. <laughs> it's the first step. <laughs> but yeah, no, I just you know my thing is just just go. Like, I, I wasn't going to do it this year, and then all of a sudden I was like, you know what? Let's just do it. You know, 10.30 at night to get that text message. Yeah. <laughs> okay, Best done. text message you ever got in your life, right? Ever. I'm so excited to tell yeah. us. So, I would just say, don't be afraid. Don't second guess your ability, because you've got it. And Disney's got you. Yeah. And Disney's got you, yep. Sarah, what about you? You got to train. <laughs> you, have, you have to train. You yeah. know. Nick says, don't think. Sarah says, think you and have, train. You have to train. You have to listen <laughs> yeah. to Just your body. Just <coughs> two weeks of You have to train. No, you have to listen train. to your body. You got to figure out your limits. I mean, you can go into a 5K and jog or power walk or just walk. That's fine. But if you're looking to take on something like a 10K and up that you've never done before, if you've never run six miles, if you've never run 13 miles, you've, you've got to train. You've yeah. got to train. You've got to get the information that you need as far as like changing your diet and preparing for a run um don't go to epcot before the race like nick did like nick did <laughs> around the world is not great we are not <laughs> old nick but yeah no, with, it's like with any sport you get into you've got you have to train you got to prepare you got to to do some some form of research like i mean if you talk to jen about how she started out i it's it's all about the training. Yeah. It's literally it all comes down to your training. I will actually want to finish. I normally I I usually have the last word, but I'm gonna leave the last word for advice with this one for Jen because she's kind of the the mother of the group, the race captain. But I'm gonna spike, I'm gonna get sparkly the, or the run captain. <laughs> I um I will say that I really did it for the experience, and I was very pleased with the experience. It actually exceeded my expectations. Disney knows how to put events together. And it is a lot of fun. For an event where you're running, it is a lot of fun. So, worth doing. If you're going to do a race anywhere, Disney is the... And you want to get your foot in the door for marathons, um, or half marathons, or 5Ks, or 10Ks, uh, Disney's the place to do it. I mean, real quick. Yeah, go ahead. My thing, you know, talking what you just said there about, you know, if you want to do a race, do it down in Disney... I just say, you know, everyone always says, oh, I want to do the, the New York City Marathon. I think no matter where you are, a marathon is a marathon. It is, no matter what location, it is still 26.2 miles. It is the toughest thing you will ever do in your life. But if you want to do it more fun, down in Disney. Get they the, will make those 26.2 miles the most enjoyable moments of your life. The pixie dust is there. Yeah. yeah. It's more memorable. 
Joanna, what advice would you have to offer? I think you, anybody can really do the 5K for sure. Like if you're if you're unsure about what whether or not you can do the 5K, you have to try it. Like. I will definitely be doing more 5Ks. That's just because Milan is next. Well, Moana medal, yes. <laughs> I need the Moana medal next next uh, princess. But 10Ks, I I can I can confidently say that I will never do another 10K. She's going life. out on top. I'm going out as a winner. <laughs> <laughs> there is no way I will ever do another 10K. That was just too much for me. Even too much walking, in my opinion. I hit 20 thousand steps before noon (laughs) and and it was insane i i will never do another 10k but the 5ks i will always be doing in disney so know your limits yeah and and push your limits too (coughs) try try the 10k try the half marathon try it one time but (laughs) try it because you never never know know. you you know that you'll you'll never know that you can't come what is it you, you never, never, you know, never you... know until you try. Yes. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> That's right. And I tried and I succeeded, and I also know that I will never do it again. She's retiring at the peak of the beat. the beat. And that's what she says now, perhaps in a couple of years. We'll she see if she does another one. Nope. <laughs> Jane, you want to take again. us home? Oh, to Disney? Sure. Yes. Um, I think the biggest thing I've learned in this is that you, if you can dream it, you can do it. Beautiful quote. Um, This is. I should use that quote more. You should. I feel feel like somebody famous said it, but I'm not sure. (laughs) These races have taught me that no matter what you've gone through, whether it's physically, mentally, or what you feel like your limitations are, they don't define you in these races. And I've been through a lot. I've been through a lot of injuries. I've been through, you know, training for MMA and getting hurt during that and trying Mm -hmm. to find a new sport. And in finding Run Disney, I found that there are no limitations. You set them on yourself. And these races are much more than just 13.1 miles. They're 13.1, 5K, 10K, whatever you run of just magic. Mm -hmm. And if you can really believe that you can do these things... You can. There is no limitation on yourself. This is, you have the ability, and no matter what, have the confidence in yourself. Because these races will inspire you to do a lot more than just run. And that, ladies and gentlemen, is why Jen is our race captain, (laughs) and why I wanted her to have the last word. Thank you. And also why, if you do have any questions about Run Disney, you can, of course, reach out to me. But I'm going to put some links in the show notes to reach out to Jen and to Nick, um, because they have a lot of experience. It offers two very different perspectives, I think, which makes it very interesting um, and applicable to a wide range of people. So I'll include the show notes there. But thank you all of you for listening this long and thank all of thank this group here for gathering around to talk about run disney was long overdue but uh an awesome conversation so we'll hopefully see all you out there on the courses do it do, do, it. It. do, it. do, it. do it. it you know you want to the costumes are fabulous <laughs> they are you defy the impossible got a heart unstoppable
And with that, we close out the second installment of our Run Disney series and close out episode 53 of the Imagineer podcast. So after listening to part two, I hope that you are all ready to go and ready to sign up for the next Run Disney event, whether this is your first time doing Run Disney or if you are a veteran who has done many, many Run Disney events before, it is an incredible experience. Honestly, I have done, well, not a lot of marathons, but I've run in multiple places and there is no place like Disney to do any kind of marathon. They truly make it a welcoming community and it is honestly so much fun. So I would encourage you to, of course, head to rundisney.com to learn more about Run Disney. And if you are considering joining our run team, which I certainly hope that you are, I would encourage you to sign up for updates as we approach our first ever Imagineer podcast run team event, which is going to take place during the Princess Half Marathon weekend in February of 2020. To learn more and to sign up for updates, you can simply head to imagineerpodcast.blog slash run team and learn more about and sign up for our Imagineer podcast run team over there. If you don't already subscribe to the show, I would encourage you to hit that subscribe button, whether you listen to the show on iTunes, Spotify, Podbean, Google Podcasts, or Stitcher, or any other podcast app out there. If you hit that subscribe button, you will be the first to know whenever new episodes become available. And we have a great lineup coming up for episode 54, 55, and beyond. So be sure to hit that subscribe button. And I would also ask if you could take 30 seconds to rate and review the show. It truly does so much to help our podcast in iTunes. So if you head over to iTunes, be sure to leave us a rating and a review. And thanks so much to all of you who have left those incredible five-star reviews. Again, it really does so much to help the podcast. So truly do appreciate it. Of course, I want to know more from you. If you are considering doing a Run Disney event, you can follow us on social media and leave me a message on any of those social media channels, whether a public or a private message. So if you head to facebook.com slash podcast or go over to Instagram and follow us there at Podcast and leave your thoughts, again, either in a private message or a public message or any of our posts about Run Disney, I would love to hear your thoughts about this topic. And if there's anything that we missed, you can also follow us over on Twitter at Imagineer News, or you can join our Facebook group, The Imagination, which you can find by going to facebook.com slash podcast and clicking on the community tab, which will take you over to that group or ter- uh, typing into your Facebook search bar, Imagination or Imagineer Podcast Disney Fan Community, which will take you over to that Facebook group. If you don't already subscribe to the Imagineer Society. That's a great way for you to be able to help us support the show, keep our podcast ad-free, and get some extra special perks and rewards in return. Thanks as always to all of our Imagineer Society members. You can learn more about that program by going to patreon.com slash Podcast. Again, all those proceeds do help to support the show and you get some extra special perks and rewards in return, including early access to every podcast episode, some bonus podcast episodes exclusive to the Imagineer Society, as well as a private Facebook group and monthly video calls where we get together and chat about all things Disney as a group. So head to patreon.com slash Imagineer Society to learn more about that. 
But one of the best things you could do for the show is to share it. Whether you share out your favorite podcast episode, perhaps this one or perhaps another, or you share out the Imagine Your Podcast as a whole, or if you simply share out some of your favorite social media posts, every share does so much to help the Imagineer podcast to continue to grow. Thanks to all of you who continue to engage and share the Imagineer podcast each and every day. Whether you share on Facebook, Instagram, and your posts, your stories on Twitter, through email, text message, uh, in a conversation, whatever you do to help spread the word about the Imagineer podcast is so greatly appreciated. And again, thanks to all of you who have continued to support the show in any way that you can. I truly do appreciate it. Lastly, remember that it is always possible to go after and achieve your dreams and your goals. I hope you're doing everything you possibly can to create a happier and a better life for yourself. Remember, as always, that quote from Horizons. If you can dream it, you can do it. Thank you so much for listening, and we'll see you again in a future episode of the Imagineer Podcast. Podcast.